Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. Folks, it is hard to believe that today is literally one year out until the 2024 presidential election. As I'm certain many of you have casted your ballots for local, state, city elections and potentially some members of Congress that are running. It is hard to believe that 12 months will go by from this moment on and it'll be time for the presidential. If you are paying attention to the polls right now, they look like shit. And who would have thought, right? That Joe Biden and his administration would think that using our tax dollars to bomb civilians into oblivion wouldn't be a winning strategy. That when we're looking around and wondering, oh, why do our schools look the way that they do? Our roads look the way that they do. Our airports look the way that they do. Our rail stations look the way that we do. Why aren't we investing in any type of mitigation around climate change? But you got $14.3 billion dollars right, to go towards war, that that wouldn't be a fucking winning strategy. So here we are, folks, where we are being forced to make a really critical decision. And look, I will tell you that my anger is not going to stop me from making the decision between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, because I know exactly what Donald Trump plans to do. I know exactly how he plans to round people up. I know exactly how he plans to persecute people. I know exactly how he plans to finish the job that he started on January 6, 2021. That is not an option. But I do know that demanding better from this administration, demanding better from this president needs to happen. You don't just get a fucking pass because the alternative is the devil. And that is where I find myself right now. So. Coming up next, we have a conversation with a candidate uh, for the House seat, for Adam Schiff's House seat in California, 
who next year in 2024 will be time for his election. And that is Gerard Radovosian coming up next to talk about being the first Armenian to run for a congressional seat. He will also give us some insight into the conflict and crises in Armenia, where he had visited recently, as well as talk about what he wants to see in Congress and what he will offer if he has the ability to take over Adam Schiff's seat. That conversation is coming up next. Folks, I'm very happy to welcome to Woke AF Daily for the very first time, hopefully not the last, um, a candidate for Adam Schiff's congressional seat uh, California 30th District, uh, that will be up for election in 2024. We know this because we talk about the most consequential election of our times. Um, Gerard Radovosin, I am so happy to have you. Um, you are openly gay. You are Armenian. And, you know, when folks hear California, they think, oh, great. Like, it's the land of diversity. But I would like for you to talk about, one, your reason for wanting to run um, and maybe some of both what is pushing you and some of the obstacles that you foresee over the next year as you uh, work for this seat. Thanks so much for having me, Danielle. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a pleasure to, to be with you and to talk about these issues um, you're right. California is it's one of the most democratic state um, uh, in, in, in the country and L.A. in particular, where I am. Um, we're, we're blessed with so much diversity and strong progressive roots across um, across the, the, the city. Uh, but but it, it's definitely, um, you know, within pockets of different communities, there are a whole spectrum of different issues regarding health care, LGBTQ rights, women's rights, you know, so it's never as, you know, um, it's never as simple as, as, you know, a, an Instagram video might, might, might showcase sometimes. Um, I, I'm born and raised here in, in, in Hollywood in the district, which is Adam Schiff's district, as you said. And um, I'm, uh, I'm Armenian. My parents immigrated here in, in, in the mid 70s. Uh, my mom's side came from Lebanon. Dad's side came from Armenia. Uh, and um, being um, the first born a son of, of, of those of, of, the, of my immigrant family, it, I, that is, is something, a badge of honor that I carry with me every day. Um, and it's also a huge reason why I'm running. Um, when I started the race, um, I entered because I felt the American dream. And I know people are cynical about the American dream, but I still mm-hmm. believe in the American dream. The American dream um, worked for me and my family and millions of other families. And I believe we have to work hard to, to fight for it and um, and to make it possible for more people to achieve their dream. And that dream can be however they want to define it, whether it's access to education, healthcare, housing. Um, but that American dream is slipping away f- from from uh, millions of people. Uh, and even in this in this in this state of California, where we have more resources, uh, um, uh, more more pro science legislators, uh, so to speak, and uh, and that is uh, that's a big reason why I'm fighting. I've always um, in all my work, I've worked to expand access to equitable health care, to make uh, society more just, and um, 
now it's uh, I, I had a I, I was working in Washington for for President Biden. And I had to quit my job to come back to my hometown here because the issues were were um, were so grand. Uh, and we need more young people in Congress to fight for for climate justice, environmental justice, housing justice, healthcare justice. That's what's on the line. And how I show up, like you said, I'm, I'm LGBTQ. I'm Armenian, um, proud son of immigrants. Um, these are the the values and the resilience that I carry with me um, as I approach all the different challenges um, on a day-to-day basis. What are some of the issues um, that are coming up for folks in California's 30th district? Like we know, right, that the right likes to um, create a narrative around blue states as some type of hellhole, right, as some type of hellscape. And we know just like in any place, there are challenges. There are challenges to housing and whether or not it can be affordable. There are challenges as it pertains to those that are unhoused. Um, what are some of the things that are coming up for your potential constituents, for the people in the 30th District of California that you think need attention right now? Yeah. And I like the way you framed it, right? Because um, there are there's significant progress um, because of some of the policies that that this state has put forward with regards to, you know, a clean air uh, uh, regulations by 2025. L.A. is hosting the Olympics. And so there's a lot of movement around expanding transportation access um, and, and so many other things that they're that, that the city is doing to, to make it prepare for, for for the Olympics. But there are a number of there are still many challenges. Um, housing, as you mentioned, is top of people's mind. I spend a lot of time door knocking. Actually, I've been doing that for months, um, talking to voters about what's on their mind. People are, um, you know, people can't afford their rent. Rents, uh, California is California renters pay 38, 39 percent more in rent than and then some other states. And there are a number of reasons for that. Um, but it, it's also home ownership is becoming harder and harder to to hold on to, um, and because of um, skyrocketing interest rates, uh, highest in 25 years, uh, and not, and not having federal tax benefits for first time homeowners, you're seeing um, uh, younger people not even plan for home ownership uh, in their in their lifetime, and that's actually really scary because home ownership. It's it's a privilege, but it's also economic security for your house, for your family, for your kids, right? And 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 if young people are not thinking that that is part of their sustainable uh, uh, future, that that that's that's something that that we have to address. Um, uh, voters here are also concerned about education. You know, I've heard a lot about student loans and and how um, people are struggling to to break out of this pro profit. Um, institution that is our student loan repayment program, and and folks have been paying into it for for eight, nine, ten years, but still have um, hundreds of thousands of debt, and that's just that's just um, unconscionable, I think. Um, so people, a, a mother should not have uh, two kids and and two jobs to be able to pay for her student loans uh, and also put food on the table. But that I've heard that story over and over again. Yeah, um, and just as 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 an openly gay person, I've also been attacked here, by the way, um, verbally. Uh, in Burbank, California, of all places, you know, and and it's because there's so much there's the the right wing, the extreme white wing rhetoric that we have seen fuel um, the the fragmentation and uh, the deep division that that is in Congress, um, and we know that a lot of that it's being fueled by a- outside organizations. 
that has that has definitely infiltrated school board meetings here yep. um, across the state and in, and in this district and in, in liberal cities like Burbank. And you know, when my husband and I um, were at Burbank Pride, you know, someone came to me and said, "You can't be Armenian and gay at the same time. That's just that the Armenian gays don't exist." He said, "You should be denouncing one one of your two identities right now." And wow, can you believe it? Yeah, and and of course that's you know in the in compared to other people that. You know, I, I'm not saying that story to ge- generate sympathy because people have to deal with a lot worse than that. Believe me, I I had the protection of my husband and the community around me, but but that I, but it's just it's the kind of narrative that that this 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 information system is creating that is definitely also in, um, infecting, I would say, our our cities here. And and I was at school board meetings um, fighting back against the, the 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 parents who were protesting the inclusion of LGBT curriculum. Those issues are all alive and well in this election and, and also in, 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 um, in cities across Los Angeles. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift. And danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. I want to switch gears for a moment from your run and talking about your family's home, right, of home country of Armenia. And, you know, on Woke AF, I try every once in, you know, in a while to be able to bring in issues of global interest, right? And how different um, countries are moving, what issues are going to also affect us here in the U.S. Mm. Um, While I have been posting about just the lack of humanity that I am seeing uh, online that I'm seeing in the world and really trying to center people into how they regain conversation and community and all of these things. 
Someone had posted underneath one of my messages and said, but you haven't spoken about Armenia and what is happening there. And they were right. I hadn't. Um, And so I want for you to give my listeners the opportunity of 50,000 foot view as to because you were there recently. um, There is ongoing strife uh, and and struggle that is happening in that region. And so I want to give you the opportunity to both educate me as well as the listeners um, to your experience recently. Thank you so much for 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 raising it. And also, you know, I, I've always appreciated the way you've you've centered conversations around international issues in particular around humanity. Right. Because we all have a common humanity at the at the end of the day. And that also applies um, to to people, uh, you know, of Armenian heritage or people who are Armenian like me and my family. Um you know, in this, you know, for Armenians across the country, and, you know, there are more Armenians that live in the U.S. than actually in Armenia. Um, Armenians, um, we have suffered uh, genocide uh, in the early 1900s, between 1915 and 1918. Uh, a million and a half Armenians were killed. Um, and and so through that um, awful chapter in our history, many Armenian families immigrated across the region and, and to different parts of the world. My mom's side, as I mentioned, came from Lebanon, Armenians, but came from Lebanon. You have Armenians from Iran, um, from from other parts of, 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 of the Middle East as well. Um, now, fast forward to what's what's transpired over the last four or five years. Armenia, there's a there's a there's an ethnic enclave of Armenians in in a region called Nagorno-Karabakh. Um, you may have seen some Armenians refer to it as Artsakh. That's how Armenians like myself refer to that uh, territory. It's got about 120, it used to have 120,000 Armenians living in that. That was a, a state that um, had declared its independence. It had a functioning government. Uh, it was autonomous. Um, and it has thousands of years of history of, of religious artifacts. They were the first Christian nation um, and, and many other cultural identities that are so important to, to how Armenians identify. And, and they had been living there for, for, for um, over 2,000 two years. Um, just a couple weeks before, uh, before the, the escalation of, of war in the Middle East, um, uh, Azerbaijan, which is a neighbor to Armenia, had, and there have been some borders, um, border uh, skirmishes over the last few, few years, but Azerbaijan um, had decided to to take uh, distract and hope, take advantage of the distraction that the world was uh, on because of the war in Ukraine. Russia had also been weakened in the region and, and was 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 um, uh, you know occupied with Ukraine. Uh, and so Azerbaijan attacked that ethnic enclave, and a hundred and twenty thousand Armenians overnight, Danielle, uh, in, or I should say, thirty six hours roughly. Um, not only were hundreds of hundreds killed on the spot because of the the, the military onslaught, but um, because of the warnings from the Azerbaijan government that they that they would they would invade that territory, it led to an exodus of 120,000. Nearly every single Armenian in there, except for a few hundred, uh, according to a recent report, um, and a mass exodus out of that ethnic enclave that was ours for 2,000 years and into neighboring Armenia. Uh, and so now Armenia has uh, a humanitarian crisis dealing with this influx of refugees, figuring out housing, education, healthcare, stipends, all the things that people need to survive. We talk about humanity, right? I was just there two weeks before this onslaught, and I wow. And for me, um, it was 
it was such a precious opportunity because I went back with my mom and dad. Mom and dad hadn't been in 50 years since they came to this country. Imagine wow. so they were going through their own their their own enlightenment. Uh, I had been I've been many times myself, but going through their eyes was helpful and just a whole different way of seeing it. Um, my Nigerian husband uh, was also with us as well, and he was experiencing Armenia um, and analyzing the, the similarities between our two cultures, and that was a wonderful experience. We stood on parts of the land that are no longer part of Armenia now, believe it or not, because um, we had gone to that border. I wanted to see the, the, the humanitarian situation firsthand. Eight, I forgot to mention, eight months prior to the attack, Azerbaijan had blockaded this small region, very similar to the situation now that we're seeing happening um, uh, with Israel and, and Gaza. And these people were did not have access to food, electricity, internet, water, eight months, eight months. And then came the military onslaught. And so, of course, people are going to run away and, and yeah. come back. And so I wanted to see the humanitarian convoy of trucks that were parked firsthand and ask questions about, uh, you know, who was getting in, what the ICRC was doing. Um, for Armenians that live in Los Angeles, and it's a big part, Daniel, 15% of, of the of the constituency in this district is Armenian. Uh, many of us have friends and family impacted by what's happened over the last 12 months. So it's a difficult time for all of us. Yeah, it's, um, thank you for that. Thank you for, for, for sharing that and providing some, some context. I think that, you know, what happens oftentimes, unfortunately, inside of the United States that we are so self-focused, so self-centered, right, on on what is happening in our own body politic that we're we don't pay attention unless it is a headline grabber with millions of people. Um, do yeah. we pay attention to the moves, right, that are being made by aggressive military forces and aggressive countries to gain land, right? To, you know, um to to to, to enhance their own power. And I think that what's important about that uh, region and what is happening is that it is also emblematic and indicative of our own instabilities that are happening. That what seemed, you know, let me ask you this, Jura, like what seemed to me 10, 15 years ago as worlds away, right, when war would erupt or there would be a, a a rush of violence in a particular region. There was still the illusion, if anything, of safety where we were in the United States. Mm -hmm. I don't feel that anymore, right? And so I'll ask you, you know, does do these conflicts, even though with Armenia, that is personal for you, but do they seem far or like they're at your doorstep at this time? Oh, yeah. No, they definitely feel close, um, uh, not only because I'm Armenian, but but very much because, you know, I, you know, they it feels part of a bigger, bigger shift in in in, in geopolitics, you know, and, and the way uh, the world is aligning. Um, you know, I've, I've read some people call it, you know, are we in World War Three now with the way you know, countries are are aligning themselves with the West, with the U.S. and uh, and Israel versus versus you know uh, Russia and China, right? And look at the UN. I mean, the UN is is completely ineffectual now. The Security Council hasn't made a single important resolution in years because of China, China, China's and Russia's um, you know uh, impediments. Uh, so 
I, I do think that what is happening globally and COVID-19 showed this in real time for anyone who needed a history lesson, that all of us are inter- interconnected. And what happens 2,000 miles away, whether it's in Gaza or whether it's in Armenia, is very much connected to all of us. And that's why I love your word humanity in terms of how we frame all of this. So, yeah, it, I mean, not that, it doesn't mean that I, I don't feel safe, but it does mean that if if there's injustice um, somewhere else, as, as Martin Luther King Jr. said, there's there's injustice here at home. And so I feel that whether it's Armenia, whether it's even even public health issues, whether even if it's the 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 housing crisis in the U.S., we have forty five thousand um, people who are experiencing homelessness in in Los Angeles. That affects me, even though it doesn't affect me. But if people are unhoused and and I see them on my on my on my way to work or or you know if they're down the street from 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 me, that is that's part of my common humanity, and we it's a moral crisis of our of our of our lifetime. I feel like, and so it's very it very much feels close. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift. And danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. The last question that I'll ask for you is one that, you know, has been new over the last, you know, couple of months of a lot of my listeners, as well as myself, you know, struggle with finding hope during these times of like darkness and hopelessness. And so what is providing you hope right now? And what advice do you have for others that are struggling to find um, any type of light? Mm. You know, I, you're going to laugh or your listeners might laugh when they hear me say this, but I actually am not cynical about Washington. Um, and as dysfunctional and as crazy at it as it is, and we just reached a, a new new height of that with the most anti-speaker, anti-woman, sorry, anti-LGBTQ, anti-woman mm-hmm. speaker elected um, 
but I, I'm still not cynical uh, about uh, about Congress and about Washington and the role that government can play in, in the betterment of our lives. Um, and I'll tell you why. It's because I've seen good things happen. Uh, I was Congresswoman Barbara Lee's legislative director for um, uh, 12 years ago, 12, 13 years ago. And and working for her and with her, you know, I learned uh, I learned so much. She's she's my role model, and, and and you know, we were able to work with Republicans on HIV um, uh, globally to to fight uh, HIV around uh, Africa and Asia. We were able to curtail the 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 war powers that a president has through the authorization of use of, use of military force. Barbara Lee was the only one who voted against that, and now the majority of Congress supports her. You know, uh, twenty two years later, um, so. Even amidst that dysfunction and chaos that is part of our democracy, uh, there are there are there are there's a hope that I have that because more young people are entering the political process, because more young people are woke, because they want to take matters in their own hand, just like I I have. I had a great job in Washington. I I left my husband there and I came to L.A. where I'm from to run for Congress. Right, and and that's because I felt the responsibility to represent because we only have 11 LGBTQ members in the House of Representatives yep, yep. because we have no Armenians in the House of Representatives, right? And so, and we have so many now young people in Congress, 30-year-olds, uh, that gives me hope. That gives me hope because if more and more of us can be part of the process, be part of that constructive change, we can better uh, not only make Congress work better for us and make Congress represent be representative of the people it tries to 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 to, to represent. Uh, I think that that'll bring the kind of change that and progress that we all uh, want to see, whether it's in our cities or it's it's in our country or whether it's in the defense of our democracy. Wonderful. Well, Gerard, we hope to have you back. You know, as you uh, continue your quest uh, for the California's thirtieth congressional seat, um, and as we, you know kind of look ahead to, to, to 2024 and we are in it, um, we would love to have the opportunity to revisit this conversation and check in on how your campaign is going. But um, thank you so much for your time today um, and the words. Thank you so much. I, yeah. Thanks for bringing a, bringing a light on so many issues and on Armenian issues today and, and for everything you do. I look forward to being back. Talk to you soon. Appreciate you. That is it for me today, dear friends, on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G dot com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. 
Right now, there are close to 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in state legislatures across the country. Lambda Legal is leading the charge against these hateful bills that target mostly trans and non-binary people. You can fight discrimination and help write the next chapter of Lambda Legal history. To learn more about their open cases and to donate, visit lambdalegal.org. That's lambdalegal.org.